It's Monday, January 1st, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The U.S. Navy destroyed three boats carrying militants supported by Iran after they attacked a container ship in the Red Sea, while Iran-allied militias struck a U.S. base in Syria, raising the risk that the war in Gaza could drag the U.S. into broader tensions in the region. On Saturday evening, the Maersk Hangzhou, a Singapore-flagged container vessel that operates between Europe and Asia, came under missile attack, the U.S. said. Four boats later approached the vessel, shot at it, and attempted to board it, according to Danish shipping giant Moller Maersk, which operates the container ship. Early Sunday, helicopters from nearby U.S. Navy vessels responded to fire coming from boats controlled by Houthis, an Iranian-backed rebel group in Yemen, sinking three of them and killing the crews, the U.S. said. The fourth boat fled. The Houthis later claimed the attack and said they lost 10 fighters in the encounter. There have been more than 20 attacks by the Houthis on commercial vessels since they started striking at commercial ships in November. A U.S. defense official said the sinking of the boats is the first time we have seen this kind of close combat between the U.S. and the Houthis. In other news, four people were killed and two others injured when a house exploded in Michigan Saturday. The explosion, which leveled the home, happened around 3.50 p.m. Saturday in Washtenaw County, approximately 10 miles north of Ann Arbor. Police initially reported they found three people dead at the scene on Saturday afternoon, with another three taken to an area hospital. In a news release Sunday, police confirmed that the death toll is now four and two people remain hospitalized. Police have not released the names of those killed or injured. Officers received a call reporting debris found near Highway 23 adjacent to the street where the explosion occurred. Upon arrival, police and fire personnel found a single-family residence to be completely destroyed with a debris field covering approximately two acres of the property, according to Police Lieutenant David Powell. The cause of the explosion is under investigation and could take several days to determine. Around the world, Congolese President Felix Xi Sekedi on Sunday was declared the winner of this month's national election, handing him a pivotal role in global efforts to combat climate change, thanks to his country's vast forests and rich mineral reserves. The Democratic Republic of Congo's Electoral Commission said the 60-year-old won a second five-year term with 73% of the vote in the December 20th presidential election well outpacing his challengers, but the election was fraught with delays. Many polling stations didn't get voting materials on time, which led the commission to extend the vote by an extra day. The vote also came amid a hunger crisis and the worst fighting in years in Congo's war-torn east. Opposition candidates decried widespread irregularities and called for nationwide protests as well as a rerun of the election. The Congolese Electoral Commission has denied all allegations of fraud. Back in the U.S., Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts raised concerns about the increasing presence of artificial intelligence in the U.S. judicial system in an annual report released Sunday warning that the emerging technology could risk dehumanizing the law and imperiling fair treatment in the justice system. AI obviously has great potential to dramatically increase access to key information for lawyers and non-lawyers alike, 
but just as obviously it risks invading privacy interests and dehumanizing the law, Roberts wrote. The Chief Justice spent much of his 13-page year-end report laying out how new technology has brought about positive change to the federal court system over the years. But he avoided addressing how the court has recently been pushed into two major disputes involving former President Donald Trump, as well as issues involving ethics and transparency that plagued the court for much of the year, leading the nine justices to announce a new code of conduct last month. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Happy New Year!